Good morning, I'm Amy Leo, and you're listening to What We Should Have Learned in School. I want to wish you a very happy new year. We are back. We are coming back from a brief hiatus this past fall. Our podcast producer, Kelly Monstrude, passed away. He passed away in October, and he was really the the technical genius behind this show and so much more than that. He he was a huge portion of the show in the spirit and the energy and the passion he brought to this message of what we should have learned in school. So we're continuing with that message. We're keeping Kelly's spirit certainly ever present with us as we continue the show. Sing like there's nobody listening. Live like it's heaven on With the new year, a lot of folks kind of get excited about their potential, right? So it's a new year, it's a new me, people set goals and resolutions that this is going to be the year that XYZ happens. And I really wanted to make a few comments on that and and see what you hear for yourself in the hopes that you will begin to experience a little more ease around goals and improvement and making resolutions. So the first question I would have to you is why do you want to achieve the specific goal that you've set? What do you think the achievement of that goal will fundamentally bring to you? And I've certainly been under this illusion myself where what I thought the achievement of a goal would deliver and what it actually delivered were not the same thing. So I come across folks that want to lose weight because they believe it will lead to a lasting boost in self-confidence. Or I meet people that desperately want to get out of debt, so they set a goal for that, and they really believe that once they're out of debt, that all of a sudden they'll have an ease around money and start feeling more secure with money. Or the folks that set an intention for finding Mr. or Mrs. Wright this year. And, and folks tend to do that because they believe it will create a lasting feeling of being loved. So that's really the first part. I encourage you to take some time today, whether you're driving in the car, or doing a meditation, whatever it is that you already do. And I encourage you to get honest with yourself about why you have set the goal or goals that you've set. You know, I, I can speak for myself. I wanted to be a famous singer as long as I can remember. And when I got honest with myself about asking, why do I want that anyway? The reason had nothing to do with music and everything to do that I wanted to feel important and I wanted to be liked and admired. Now, of course, being a famous recording artist can never bring a sense of inner approval. And we don't have to look far to see proof of this. If we look at the rich, famous, and successful, people like Amy Winehouse, Whitney Houston, Marilyn Monroe, Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, we can see that that equation doesn't line up. Because if from the outside that's all it took to truly be at peace and happy then these folks' stories wouldn't have gone the way that they have gone. 
where having all the wealth, fame, beauty, and status in the world could not prevent feelings of isolation and desolation and depression and anxiety. Asking the why and getting real with yourself about your goals, it sounds simple, but the impacts can be profound. Because us human beings, when we're not aware of our experience, when we're not on to ourselves a little bit, then we tend to maintain kind of stable levels of happiness. This is known as the hedonistic treadmill, where folks return to their kind of general sense of happiness, whether they win the lottery or whether they become paraplegic. There's actually been studies on this. I can certainly speak to the Western culture that as we tend to get more and achieve more, our expectations rise in tandem with that. So the millionaire wants to make $2 million next year. The person who lost 15 pounds is beating themselves up because they haven't lost that final five pounds. But you can see that this becomes a rat race, a hamster wheel onto itself, where we're never satisfied with what we've got. We're always reaching for more. So if we don't know what enough is, if we don't know what we're really looking for, it's even easier to get caught in the illusion that the achievement of goals could provide something for us psychologically. Now, I'm not saying don't set goals. I'm not saying goals are bad. I'm inviting you to gain a little more awareness about yourself and what it really is that's driving you. Because it's been my experience that even if one area of someone's life becomes satisfactory, they finally lose those five pounds, that almost immediately the person starts looking for the next area of their life that they want to improve. There's, there's very rarely this experience of resting in what is. And, and being satisfied with what currently is. The recipe for suffering for human beings seems really simple to me. Wanting to be anywhere other than where you are at the current moment. And that also means your circumstances as well as your mood. You know, you're caught in a rut and you so desperately want to get out of it or you're stuck in the middle of the night in an anxious panic and just want to sleep. Well, that wanting to sleep that, that discomfort with being uncomfortable only creates more distress. So play around with this today. Play around with the why of why you want your goals. It can be an incredibly fruitful investigation. I'll go back before we close to give the example of myself with singing. When I saw <laughs> my desire to want to be a singer for what it was, it substantially lessens the pressure and stress I feel around making music. It allows more moments of flow, of being in the zone, because my creative pipeline, let's call it, is not so clogged with pebbles of doubt and insecurity and thoughts about this, and I have to do it this way and choose one genre, right? All of these ideas 
that were stealing my attention before no longer occupy my time and energy. Instead, what occupies my time and energy is making the music, is singing, is getting on stage and performing. It's a much more productive and and for me, it's been a much more peaceful experience. And next week, we're going to continue on this topic with how much control we have about goal achievement. So once you figure out what, if anything, you really want to strive for, we're going to kind of talk about some common pitfalls that people get caught up in that also tend to block the experience of goal achievement and success. Again, I'm Amy Leo. You can learn more about me at amyleo.com. Until next time, stay curious, have a little bit of fun with this inquiry, and keep rocking.